0: Welcome to the Business of You podcast. I'm your host, Belinda, and I'm an intuitive business mentor. We are going to be talking all things strategy, intuition, human design, and gene keys so that you can have a business that is quintessentially you, designed by you, for you, to achieve your very own version of success. Hey hey friends, welcome back to the Business of You podcast. Today I want to not throw shade but address an issue that I see with Instagram marketing or online marketing and I want to address it because I feel like it's creating it's causing women to create businesses that are draining their energy instead of supporting it and I don't like that (laughs) so let's let's have a look at what what this thing is and it's this idea that the two most important factors in your business are the money that you're making and the time that you put into it I've seen it I've seen this um called quite a few different things recently that have really given me a bit of a giggle. Um one was Fosperation, thank you to Stacey Marie, um who I have interviewed on this podcast before. She's fabulous, who called it Fosperation. And um I think it was MG, I can't remember her Instagram handle, um called it Success Porn Marketing. And it's really about, I, you know, I made all this amount of money working only this number of hours and I did it by doing it this way. And I think there's something really dangerous about buying into the idea that there is a way as in a single way to do that and looking at that as the only factor, um, factors of what's important in your business, because we are whole people and we need to be mindful of that in the way that we run our business. And I am absolutely not saying that we can't, that, that it's not real to have a, business where you don't have to work a lot of hours where you actually don't do a lot of input um but you get a lot of output in terms of money because um I have friends who are doing that um and so I know that it is real but I also know that these friends of mine who are doing that have been very mindful about how they've created their business they're very mindful about what they outsource, about what they focus on in their business, about the way that they work with their clients. So whilst I am absolutely not saying that you can't have a business where you make $20,000 a month working, I don't know, 10 hours a week, I am saying that Taking someone else's model for doing that and applying it to yourself creates a very high risk of that business not being sustainable for you in terms of your energy, your satisfaction, your health, because... You know, we're all just built differently. We all need different things from our business. Um, anyone who's listened to this podcast for a while knows that I'm a big fan of human design. It's a tool that I use a lot in my own business. Um, and I think so, I think we need to factor all of those things in if we don't want to create a business that burns us out. So I think we need to be mindful that what we see online is marketing. If you, you know, when you watch the tally and you see the ads, we need to remember that those things aren't actually real either. My husband and I were watching something on TV the other day and it was a paint ad. And in this ad, there was a family who were playing cricket inside and, you know, there was pasta sauce thrown that kind of went all over the walls there was a vase that got broken, there was something else Um, and at the end, the parents were totally okay with this because they had this brand of paint and they could just repaint everything I mean, how awesome's that Um, another one that comes to mind is there's an ad for beer that we always see and there's this group of young people, and they're out camping, and um, they're just like, "Ah, oh, isn't this perfect, you know, and they've got this beer, <laughs> but also what that, you know, and they're like on top of a mountain or whatever, but what it doesn't talk about is the fact that they, um, you know, they had to hike all the way to the top of that mountain, it was probably sweaty and gross, there was probably little midges and stuff. I live in North Queensland, so it's pretty darn hot, like all the time. And so I'm, you know, I see the ad and we're like, oh, maybe we should go camping. And then I remember that up here, there's like a three month window to go camping because otherwise it's too blipping hot or it's like pouring rain because it is the tropics here. It rains a lot as well. So I'm like, oh no, wait, It wouldn't actually look like that because it would probably be raining or it would be like a thousand degrees and I would have two children with me. So, you know, no amount of drinking that, well, actually maybe a certain amount of drinking that beer, who knows, but that beer, if I go hiking with that beer, my life is not going to look exactly the same as those people on that ad where it looks like it's just the most relaxing and brilliant thing in the world. So, okay, that was a tangent that was not written into my podcast notes. So um, I hope that added a little bit of perspective there. So I want to talk now about some of the other factors that need to go into your business model, rather than just how much money do I want to make and how much, how many hours do I want to work. Now. If this is something that interests you, go and listen to episode nine, because that really digs into these three factors a lot more. That's um, business that is quintessentially you, episode nine of this podcast. So these factors are the work that you enjoy, the people you enjoy supporting, and doing that in a way that works for you. I want to dive into the that, that last one for a bit. Um doing it in a way that works for you memberships is something that I want to talk about not because there's anything right or wrong with them but because they are something that I have seen people have very different experiences with so it's that same model but I've seen people have very different experiences with it it's also the people who market um memberships I have seen some marketing with that that really I did not like so one was an email that said every mother needs a membership I just fundamentally disagree with that and it's the type of marketing that makes me angry to be honest Um, because I just don't believe that to be true and I've seen people have very different experiences with memberships. So I have seen one lady came to me and her membership was actually her core income, but it was really draining her energy. It was draining her energy because she wasn't someone who wanted to have, she felt very trapped by it. Um, she'd created it and she'd had it for a long time and she'd kind of lost interest in it. Um, The way that she had set up her membership meant that she had to show up for it a lot and she was struggling with that, particularly because she'd had it for so long and her life had actually changed quite a bit since she had created it. Now, She probably could have made some changes around that membership to make it work better for her. I'm not saying that the membership was wrong. Certainly she could have made it better by having better boundaries around it and that was something that we talked about, like what were some of the boundaries that she could put into it, what were some structural changes that she could make and we definitely identified a number of ways that she could have made it work better for her. However, at the end of the day, she said to me, you know what? Like, I just don't want to work in that way. I don't want to have that one thing that I have to show up to all the time. She was a manifesting generator with a lot of different interests and she wanted to feel free to follow those interests rather than to show up for this one thing constantly month after month after month and she felt like she was answering the same questions month after month after month so that for her felt quite trapping on the other hand I have a client who created a membership because she was doing a lot of one-on-one work she is a projector um, and she was finding that quite exhausting. Um, And she loved the idea of a membership because she believed that with the work that she does, um, it's not not a one and done thing. It requires ongoing support. And she providing that ongoing support was really important to her. She also saw that there was a lot of benefit of community in the work that she did because the work that she was doing people often felt a lot of shame for needing that support and so having a community allowed people to see that they weren't alone and that those struggles were actually quite common Um, it allowed people to get shared wisdom Um, So people could say, you know, have you tried doing this? And so people would get not just her ideas from her way of thinking or doing, but each other's ideas from their way of thinking or doing. Um, And it was also just a way that she enjoyed supporting people. She liked knowing that she could just periodically bring people into this and not have to be out seeking clients all the time. She she was someone who liked that kind of systematic way of working. Um, she wanted to show up and answer people's questions. She was very okay with answering the same questions each month in different ways in different applications. So I think, you know, just those two examples there can show you how that one experience can be very different. Um So I would just say, be mindful of that. So when you see someone marketing something as the way to make $20,000 in less than, I don't know, let's say 10 hours a week, you need to ask yourself, is this going to allow me to do work that I enjoy? Is this going to allow me to work with people that I enjoy supporting? Is this going to allow me to do those things in a way that works for me? So in a way that works for my energy, in a way that works for my um, current life, responsibilities so you know if you if you're caring for young children sometimes a membership can be a tricky thing if you have to show up at a particular time or maybe it's a very good thing that because it does work for you and you know that you can book those times for when the kids are at daycare or when the kids are with Grandma, or you know, whatever your thing is, so there you can see, even in those circumstances, if you've got a baby at home all the time, that might be quite different to you know, having a kid in daycare one day a week. Most of my listeners were past that baby phase, yay for us! Um, you know, I would not want anything that requires me to be on a call between four and five o'clock in the afternoon because that's when I'm helping my kids with their homework um, you know it's all about how is it going to work for you hi there just a brief interruption from me to remind you to stay until the end of this episode because if you're feeling drained by your business, I am trialing a new offer at a pretty crazy-daisy price that will help you to identify one simple tweak that will bring more joy back into your business. So stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear more about that. Another example that we can kind of dig into is um, the high-end low-ticket debate. Um, you know, some people will say that high end is the way to do it because you can, you know, charge, I don't, you know, (laughs) again, going back to that kind of success porn marketing, you know, I, I charge $10,000 a month to work with me or whatever. And for some people that's, you know, that's grand. They can do that for other people. The pressure of feeling like they need to deliver $10,000 worth of value is enough to kind of like just it's enough to break the spirit. I personally would struggle with that. I am, I do still have some perfectionistic tendencies. Um, also, I, I don't look, I just that wouldn't be the right model for me. I, even when I worked in law and I was working on multi, multi million dollar projects, like uh, eight figure projects for publicly listed companies, I, would, I was kind of like, really is, you know, is this what we charge? And in that case, yes, you know, you could see the return on investment because I knew that the thing that they were buying for you know, eight figures was going to return them a much, 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 much bigger investment than my legal fees. And my legal fees were um, minimizing the risk of that contract going wrong and it potentially costing them millions of dollars. So I could see a very clear return on that investment. For me, being able to see a clear return on investment is important so I would personally at this point struggle to have a business model where I charge that very high ticket you know kind of ten thousand dollars a month kind of thing um, because at this stage in my life I struggle to see a return on investment for that I struggle to see that as being something that um I would want to invest in Um, and so likewise I would feel out of alignment to be doing that at the other end of the scale is the advice that you need to be kind of low ticket um passive kind of stuff you know um maybe you sell Low end, not low end, low priced courses. You know, sell sell digital products on repeat kind of thing. Um, I listened to something about this recently, where the secret kind of was to be. This was about selling digital products on Etsy, and the secret to that was to was that you want to be loading new products onto Etsy quite regularly. Um, and for the lady who I listened to talking, for her, that was a great model because she really enjoyed creating those things. Like There was a lot of satisfaction in creating those things. And so if she could spend her days doing anything, she loved being able to spend her days actually creating these things. If you're not someone who loves creating those things, if you don't love sitting down creating workbooks and you know tweaking with the colors and this and that um researching she spends quite a bit of time researching what sells well on Etsy if you don't enjoy doing those things that business model again is probably not going to be sustainable for you that's not work you enjoy so even though the idea of having you know a recurring of of having passive products that make you money while you sleep is the idea that you love. If you're not enjoying the work that goes into it, again, it's not going to be sustainable for you. Now, I hope this breakdown has helped you. If you are feeling this, if you've created a business based on what someone else did and you're feeling this energy draining situation, Um, I hope this episode has helped you to see that it's not you. You are not the problem, okay? (laughs) Let me make that clear. You are not the problem. It's just that the business model that you have um, is based on someone else rather than for yourself, and even if that person is you two or three years ago, okay? And I also want to reassure you that often it can be some simple tweaks is all that you need to do um so don't burn it to the ground come and send me a dm on instagram i'm trialing a new package right now um it's five days to identify the simple tweak that's going to bring the joy back into your business it's a voxer support package um you you will start by doing a business satisfaction audit on your business, I'll send you the, the, the business satisfaction audit worksheet for you to work through. And then um, we'll spend five days working through that together in Voxer. I will be connecting to your human design and gene keys um, and listening to you in, in Voxer um, so that I can really get a feel for the energy that comes through as you're talking about different things. And we will identify one change that you can make to your business and it'll be a simple tweak that's just going to help your business to stop draining your energy and start bringing some joy back into your business. It's not going to solve all of your problems overnight, but it's going to get you started. I tend to think of making change in a business is often... You know, that that analogy of, you know, the snowball that keeps getting bigger as you um, roll it down the hill. So each time you make a small change to bring that joy back in, you open up to the next change that brings the joy back in and the next and the next and the next, rather than just kind of trying to light a match, burn it down and then have something perfect. Because in my experience, it just doesn't work that way. It's like, okay, what's one thing that we can improve What's another thing that we can improve? So I'm going to be doing these at this stage. I think I'm going to try this with five women. And because it is a new thing, I'm going to do these for $200. So you have my support for a week in your business. We're going to identify one simple tweak that you can make so that you have more joy in your business for $200 Australian. Okay. Most of my listeners are Australian. I know from my podcast stats, um, if you're not Australian, probably American, which means it's probably just under $150 for you. Or if you're in the UK, it's probably about a hundred pounds. So if that is something that interests you come and send me a dm on instagram Gill underscore in business is my handle over there send me a dm we can get you some more information on that Um, but like i said at this stage i'm going to do five of them see how that feels see where i think it sits for pricing all that sort of stuff okay that is it from me this week um i'll talk to you soon listening to the business of you podcast come and chat with me on instagram at better than busy and ask me your questions tell me what you loved about this episode and if you want to help assist out and share this on instagram tell the world what you loved about this episode tag me you can also subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast player and leave a review